It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the sports betting network. Here are your hosts, Sean Green and Ryan Kramer. I can't believe we're letting these guys on my network. Everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast live presented by DraftKings. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I just got complimented on my facial hair again. Yes. Sean. Yes. I, I think it might. Maybe this wasn't a losing bet after all. What is the? I feel like we got to set it over under on the uh, the uh, the percentage of compliments that are sincere versus the percentage of the compliments that are insincere or that are they're kind of busting your chops. I think uh, I would say ninety percent. Are, are not sincere <laughs> or they're just saying something nice because they're not sure if it's yeah, serious they don't not. know i think a lot of people start off with a compliment waiting to see if you explain yeah. that it's a joke or you lost a bet uh just to kind of acknowledge that it's there oh, hey man something's different about you <laughs> uh joining us on the line a man who just complimented uh ryan's mustache you know him from the nfl gambling podcast the tennis gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Mr. Scott Reichel. What's happening, Scott? How are we doing? Doing pretty well. Feels a, feels a little bit weird having a weekend with no football, but I'm trying to adjust to it. Yes, it uh, is. Well, we're not counting the Pro Bowl? <laughs> dodgeball? Not on, your, dodgeball, uh, on yeah. your racket? No. Not really. No. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to uh, figure out ways we could get down on the Pro Bowl, but now, like, it's like turned into the Pro Bowl games. They don't really list real numbers. I mean, I, I can't remember I, uh, many a time I got down on a pro bowl over nice way to, uh, you know, start the bang roll, uh, rolling into super bowl week. 
Yeah, I mean, Sean Taylor literally rolling over oh, in his man. grave. That is, uh, that is back when uh, they let you hit <laughs> in the National Football League. All right, so, Ryan, we're trying to, you know, wet, wet everyone's beak here, get the, get, the, get the appetizers going here for the Super Bowl. Thought it would be fun to put together some props, some parlays, uh, kind of for each scenario. Uh, you know, some if the Chiefs win, some if the 49ers win. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you. What are some, uh, what are some props that you could put into a same game parlay that you like for Super Bowl 58? Well, to start off with what I think is going to happen for the script, I do like the under in general based yeah. on how low scoring the Chiefs' second halves have been. So I do think this game will be a bit more low scoring. I think the Chiefs are going to win. So I'm going to start there. I have the Chiefs minus two and a half as an alt line. Uh, with the under, and I am going to go with some unders with the Niners actual receivers. One's going to be Ayuk. I'm going to take him under 63 and a half receiving yards. He should have went over in, t- in each of the last three games, but of course he caught that helmet ricochet catch for about 51 yards. So he was really <laughs> doing nothing for the, for the entire playoff run so far. And I have Debo under 15 and a half rushing yards. He just doesn't really get the workload. Uh, he's had less than 12 rushing yards in six of the last seven that he's played in. He's had less than four carries in each of the last eight games. I also think if the Chiefs are going to win this game, they're going to keep the Niners offense off the field by moving the chains, draining a lot of clock like we saw in that Ravens game in the AFC title game. So I like those four picks, the Chiefs minus two and a half, the under 47 and a half, Debo under. 15 and a half rushing yards and Ayuk under 63 and a half receiving yards. And that pays out at plus 877. We, we needed Scott to join us to finally give out an under. Right? Yes, <laughs> very sharp, uh, giving out some unders here. Uh, but I didn't I, know we could take that side of it, Sean. I, I mean, the one that jumped out at me that I really like, and I, I, I kind of like them all, honestly. Uh, Ayuk under 63 and a half receiving yards. I do think they're going to put uh, Legereus Sneed on him and and kind of have him shadow. Legereus Sneed has done a bunch of shadowing. Uh, this season, and I, I think if you're the if you're Brock Purdy, I know I know Ayuk is like the favorite for uh, most receiving yards. But to Scott's point, like I don't know, I, I I understood the case last week against this Lions defense, but against this Chiefs defense, I don't see him getting over the rushing yards or receiving yards, and I don't see why he should be the favorite here. Uh, Kramer, do you want to give out a, a same game parlay if you think the Chiefs are going to win? Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly, I, I like all of that. I mean, I, I think I do think there is something strange about the IU pricing. It's it's certainly just how the computer models view his A dot and how they generally use him. But to what Scott was pointing out, they haven't really been using him. And if not for, Sean will call it an extremely fluky play against the Detroit Lions. Yes, he he's really been depleted lately. And I and I was one someone who was chasing his receiving yards. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in on the party for the Chiefs. All right, so if the Chiefs are going to win, I'm not going to mess around with anything other than Chiefs minus three. So juice that up a little bit. I'm also going to take a stab at at Purdy interception because I think almost certainly – this secondary for the Chiefs are going to—they're going to have an impact if, if they end up winning the game. I'm also going to throw Pacheco in for 100 yards. As we've seen, some teams have pushed the yeah. the Niners' defense around. I think they've really leaned into being this run-first team. Uh, I'm also going to put Purdy to rush for 25 yards. I think he, maybe he's running for his life a little bit. We've heard all these people compliment his athleticism. Uh, that feels uh, that feels a little bit desperate. But 25 yards for him—the way that he's been quick to get out of the pocket, find some lanes like that. That's 60 to one. But if you want to add a little bit more of Niners <laughs> play from behind, McCaffrey ends up with 25 plus receiving yards. We can juice it up to 85 to one, Sean. Yeah. So again, I, I feel like this is a lot of things, but it's, it, it's, it's a fairly consistent game script. 
And yeah, I mean, 85 to one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, my script. What are we doing? My script is a a little simpler. (laughs) I I was Chiefs money line. uh, The 49ers team total under 20 and a half. 16 out of their 20 games, the Chiefs have held uh, their opponents to under 20 points. Pacheco over, rushing yards 67 and a half. And then Mahomes just to get 260 passing yards against this 49ers defense that I I still think is pretty overhyped. That pays out plus 14. Hundred Scott, what do you what do you think of our plays? Uh, I know SGP <laughs> Scott gets paid. We sometimes refer to that. What do you think of our same game parlays here? I'm a fan of it. I like the Purdy interception. Unfortunately, yeah. the state I'm in, I wasn't exactly allowed to parlay it, but that was definitely on the list of props I was tempted by. But I do agree. Pacheco 100 might be a little bit steep, but I understand if you're going with the game script. Even the Chiefs are going to play from ahead. They're going to try to drain clock. And we know that this team isn't afraid of really trying to just move the chains through the ground if they get a lead. We saw, for example, the Ravens game last week. They scored no points in the second half. Nobody cared because the defense was so good anyway. But the point is, I do think Pacheco 100 might be a little bit steep, but it's creative. And I do think if you expect the Chiefs to be winning early, maybe the Niners get off to a slow start again, like we have seen in the first two playoff games, then Pacheco might get 20 plus carries. And at that point, you have a decent a chance of actually getting there based on volume. So a similar, a similarly priced outcome, you could do the alt carries at 20 or 19 and a half. Oh, and it's going to, it's going to create a similar price point. So maybe that's the pivot. I think I'd prefer the carries based on the amount of workload Pacheco's gotten. They've realized that Edward Talaire is kind of a lost cause in this offense who shows up on occasion. But the point is you're looking at Pacheco probably. I'll ask you, if he gets to 100 yards, how many carries do you think he gets? Like See, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm kind of, 20 carries to me is probably it. He does. He, I, I do think they're going to break one. And honestly, the way that the, uh, like the last two teams have pushed the Niners around, I would expect them to, to be able to average north of four, four yards a carry. So five yards a carry, can, they, can he get there for it to be 20 carries? It's probably a decent bet. But to Scott's point, maybe the, the, the carries is a little bit safer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Cause he's had, uh, he's had a couple games with uh 20 plus carries and a couple games where he's gotten a hundred rushing yards. Scott. I just think if they're smashing the clock, like, to, you know, may, maybe the other way to juice this up is you take Kansas city first half as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, you know, they're, they're leaning on them. They're, they're, they're playing from the lead, all that good stuff. Scott, you sent over some bonus parlays. Uh, we were just talking about Kyle use check, maybe first reception, kind of a fun long shot there. I saw you like his uh, over three and a half receiving yards. What, what's your angle there? Yeah, well, just going through the numbers, he's had at least five receiving yards in four of his last six games. He's been targeted at least two times in four of the last six. He's also been very good historically against Kansas City, dating even back to his time in Baltimore. uh, He's had at least 26 receiving yards in each of his four career games against Kansas City, but he's on the field all the time. We know that the Niners do love to run the ball. They're one of the only teams that use a fullback on basically every snap. So since he's on the field a lot, they can use some play action, maybe sneak it out to him in the flat. But three and a half receiving yards when he's gone over in four of six, that's one catch. I think he's capable of getting one catch. So I'll give me the over on use check three and a half. Yeah, I, I know that his uh, his catch prop is at a half. I, 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 the more that I, the closer the game gets, the more that I'm going to be realizing that <laughs> I'm going to be in on Kyle use check in this game. And hopefully he doesn't get skunked. 
Yeah, I, I, any sort of over under receiving rushing that you can hit in one play <laughs> it immediately becomes interesting, especially for the Super Bowl one. I don't have to keep track of it, right? Because if it's just <laughs> if it's just one catch, one one reception, hey, was that three and a half yards? Okay, I'm good. Cash it, and I can move on to the rest of the uh, cornucopia of bets I have on my sheet. Uh, what about the defensive side, Scott? Are there any uh, defensive props? I mean, that's kind of what's fun about the Super Bowl too. Not only all the offensive special teams prop, but also we get a ton of defensive stuff. Yeah. So I am going to go to chiefs linebacker. I'm going to go with Nick Bolton. I'm going to take him under five and a half solo tackles and minus 120. He's gone under six solo tackles in 11, in uh, 10 of 11 games played this season. And he's had less than six solo tackles in all three playoff games so far. This number just feels a bit high to me. If we're expecting Kansas City to win, which I think we all are, then we think that the offense will keep the uh, Niners offense off the field, which might result in less overall snaps for the Chiefs defense to accumulate tackles. But five and a half for a guy that's gone under in 10 of 11 games this season, the line just feels too high to me, especially at minus 120. I'll take the under. This is another one. It feels like this, they just keep throwing it in the correlation bucket. I mean, if the, if the Niners are playing from behind, linebackers maybe aren't. The weakness at linebacker maybe isn't a bit, as big of a problem for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, totally could see that. Uh, Scott, before we let you go, what what Super Bowl uh, bet for Super Bowl Fifty Eight do you think you're going to have the biggest amount on? <laughs> Are you going to do the same amount every bet, or is there one that you you think you could see yourself piling on a little bit more than the rest? I'm going to scatter it. I think my favorite bet might be tails never fails. No, I'm joking, uh, but I'm probably going to take the chiefs. I'll probably go with the chiefs uh, with the under. Maybe I can consider doing some type of teaser, but I do think the chiefs are going to win the game. The Niners, despite making it to the super bowl have really not looked that impressive. They arguably should have lost both games. Give me the chiefs as my biggest play. Let's go. All right. Uh, thank you as always uh, calling in Scott. Make sure you follow Scott on X at rice shell radio. Check out his uh, NFL gambling podcast, tennis gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network. More same game parlays. We will return here on Visa. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $1.99. Just use the promo code SGP. Get access to everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website, plus our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code SGP. Get your first year of VEASAN Pro access for only $1.99. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back, everyone. Sports Gambling Podcast Live. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money. Kramer. Kramer, what's happening? How we feel? It was great to hear Scott give out a pick on the Super Bowl there. Yes. Chiefs, really biggest bet. Love that position. Ryan, uh, maybe alluded to earlier, I, I shook the um, the sports gambling uh, media industry oh, wow. uh, earlier this week with my tweet <laughs> saying that if you have a sports gambling podcast, you have to pick the Super Bowl. You can't pass the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. My mom has a play on the Super Bowl. <laughs> Everyone has a pick on the Super Bowl. You can say, oh, hey, my I'm actually going to go big on this bet, but not the side. Or I actually like the total better. Or, uh, you know, to Scott's point, I'm going all in on tails. Whatever it is, fine. But you can't pass the Super Bowl. You have to pick the Super Bowl. If there were sports gambling podcast laws, I would say that's first law, right? How can you not pick the Super Bowl? I oh. listened to a couple shows, and their their thoughts were, ah, market's pretty efficient. I don't know if I can uh, – it's like, no, you got to pick the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, though, I, th- I do think a lot of smart people say market efficiency without really thinking about it. This is the one game where you have the most unintelligent money flooding the market. Oh, wow. And for the, I, I think for you know some people, you could say this is the sharpest the number is going to be because of how much money they're going to take, but this is also the largest amount of recreational money they, they'll take. So, yeah. 
I, I guess you can look at it both ways. I, I would say that if you're not going to have a position on the final game of the season, what's the point? But, you know, I, I get it. To each their own. I, I There's lots of things going on in this country right now, Sean. We don't have to agree with everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, it was just crazy. I mean, on our podcast, Super Bowl 58, we're going to be giving out 58 bets. We're going to give out a bunch here. That doesn't count episode. same game parlays. Okay, that yes, doesn't yeah. count same, same game, game parlays. parlays we kind of have as one <laughs> bet. Uh, we're going to be giving out a bunch here tonight. We're doesn't be giving- count Super Bowl squares. Yeah, Super Bowl squares analysis doesn't count. And then we're going to be giving them out next Friday when we do our like official Super Bowl Eve, Eve, uh, yeah, Super Bowl Eve, Eve, spectacular. And Sean, when we're down uh, at Media Row, uh, yes. just a short drive from here, we will be asking every one of our guests who they like in the big game. If you will, anyone tell us that they're passing the game. If, if I'm cutting the interview off, if anyone tries to not give us a play for the super bowl, cutting the interview off, right? Uh, hopefully Barry Sanders has a take. I, that would be really disappointing. <laughs> hopefully we can get Barry Sanders on as a guest. It was uh, yeah. yes. All timer. That was one of our, so in LA, just a quick, quick aside with our, our first media week was down in Los Angeles and we, we had what we thought was going to be a bad table turned out to be a great table. Cause we were right next to the door and uh, Barry Sanders came through looking like he just finished changing his oil. <laughs> it was one of these moments where it's like, that's the, that's my favorite player as a yeah, child. And he's just <laughs> wearing, he's wearing like a Jersey tucked into jeans with a belt. It was a very, uh, it was just uh, like a classic old guy look. And you're like, you're Barry Sanders. Yeah. Well, and he just walks by. He's kind of appreciate it. I, I did. Uh, if you didn't, weren't catching, they, they would get the shots of him in the, the box uh, celebrating. Uh, almost uh, comically low-key in terms I did, of... I did boo Michael Irvin in person, if people are wondering. Oh, well, some and Troy Aikman, too. We, uh, not really. <laughs> I did say something like, wow, Troy Aikman is really charisma. Or has a ton of charisma in person. All right. We, we discussed the path to Chiefs victory and yes. how, how you can make some silly money. Sean, I, I know this may be a little bit more difficult for you based on where I think you're going in the game, where you haven't actually shared your official yes. pick yet. No leans, no no passes, no picks either. But based on where I think you're going, this may be a little bit difficult for you. But, Sean, talk to me about the path to the Niners winning and how you're going to make a couple bucks on it. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the Niners' path for victory – I mean, that's what's interesting about this game. I think the Niners' path to victory is – is pretty straightforward. One, um, you can't have a Brock Purdy interception. I think if you have now, granted, he had an interception uh, last time, uh, or you know, in the in the Lions game, and they were still able to pull it out. I think they can, but to your point, it you know that juices up the really, likelihood. Really, I, I think in general, I guess Brock Purdy to me has to play a really clean game, and they have to get Christian McCaffrey going on the ground. It sounds somewhat simplistic, but like I think the Chiefs' margin of victory, or it's like margin for error on the offensive side, is a little bit more because I think do think, um, you know, they have some playmakers that I just, I, you look at the advanced stuff and I get that the 49ers are up there. I just, I just really worry that Brock Purdy is going to be a little outmatched with uh, spags on the defensive side. But if we're talking about positive stuff for the 49ers one, you know, we'll start with the 49ers laying the two. Uh, correlate that with Brock Purdy under a half interception. 
And then right next to that, Brock Purdy over 20 and a half completions. When this 49ers offense is going, when it's firing on all cylinders, it's a lot of efficient play from Brock Purdy. Why have they struggled in these playoff games? And granted, they did win, but look at look at how he did against uh, the Ravens. Look at how he did against the Browns. He's struggled to find efficient completions uh, in against good defenses. He could struggle uh, come Super Bowl, but if we're playing the game that the 49ers are going to look good, he's got to get some uh, efficient completion. So over 20 and a half completions. And then Christian McCaffrey over 110 rushing yards, put all those together in a nice SGP for SGP. You get a Niners uh, win plus 1200, right? Oh, 1200. Nice. Yeah. I realized I didn't go quite as insane as you did, but uh, what do you got for a Niners win scenario here? I have some options and I, and I realize that you can't get, you can't always get the MVP into the same game uh, parlay for whatever reason. Mm. Um, So a couple different versions here, but I think again, we're, we're saying nice things about the Niners. I think the way that you play this is again, we're going to move the number a little bit. I think, you know, maybe there's a little bit of an onslaught here. They get out early. Uh, they're able to control the game with their, their yeah, 49ers score first was one I was considering putting in here as well, but it didn't, it didn't seem to, I, I think the, the, uh, the algorithm knows that it's kind of correlated and they didn't give you enough of a boost for me to toss it in. But I, I, I do think 49ers score first is definitely part of their path to victory as well. Well, and I, yeah. And I, so uh, if we're, if we're, if we're talking, uh, I think we're going to outline it first. So we're going to go six and a half um, to, to start. And we're also going to put, it's your point. You can, you can juice it up more than I thought was hmm. going to be possible just by putting the first half in there as well. So Niners win the first half again, they get up early yep. Niners minus six and a half for the game. Uh, McCaffrey a hundred total yards. Uh, we're going North of that and McCaffrey to score. Here's where it gets weird. I, I was originally going to do two touchdowns, but I feel like I have enough stuff in here. <laughs> we're going to make it one touchdown. So again, Niners minus six and a half. We got first half minus a half. We got McCaffrey anytime. I'm also going to, and we have McCaffrey a hundred yards total. I also have use check half reception. I had to get him in there and then, and then we're going to bring it back with some chief stuff. We're going to say Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns because they're chasing and Kelsey anytime touchdown Kelsey hundred plus receiving yards. Those all we need is those eight things to occur. (laughs) And we have a nice four. That's a great phrase. All we need is these eight things to happen. And we have a nice 48 to one dish. Now, if we wanted to make it McCaffrey two touchdowns, because I originally it was going to just be uh, McCaffrey MVP instead of the alt line. Uh, but I wasn't able to get that in. But if you want to make it McCaffrey two touchdowns instead of one, we juice it up all the way to 75 to one, Sean. Mm. And so feel pretty good about this one. Uh, this is, I, I would say, I, I, this is a pizza box bet for me. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, all my SGPs are going to be pizza bets, <laughs> not slices, though, like actual pies. entire pizzas. Well, and, yeah, and like what does a pizza maybe? go for these? LA, days? LA pizza. So oh, maybe wow. like $20. Okay. I mean, it, it, when we get pizza delivered to the studio, 
because of the DoorDash, the oh DoorDash, the uh, hey, help our employee fund. What? What? I mean, isn't that what this fee is? Isn't that what I'm paying for the pizza so that you can pay the Sean, employees? We need to remember to get some extra squares tickets to pay to give for tips to the DoorDash. Oh people. yeah. All right. Start tipping out <laughs> squares. I like that. Uh, uh, right. Before I, I did want to throw this one in. Uh, just, just cause this is this is one of my mm. long shot ones. Uh, hear me out. Now, Are I know we saying we... something positive about the Niners still? No, no, oh, no. Well, you're uh, over with that. All right. Real quick. Chiefs minus seven and a half. Pacheco, 100 rushing yards. And Richie James, touchdown. Richie James in a revenge spot, Ryan. A lot of people don't know this. Ugh. Richie James, former San Francisco 49ers. That one, if you're looking for a crazy pizza bet, uh, that one pays 90 to one Ugh. over on DraftKings. <laughs> Hey, uh, we're going to double down on some more Super Bowl bets. Sports betting blackjack when the Sports Gaming Podcast Live returns here on Visa. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast Live on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Oh, man. Love me some Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks. I fell in love at first bite. Tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken. I'll be honest, I don't know what air chilled chicken is, but I do know it's delicious. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to slash VSIN, you will get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy boneless pork chops with your order. I mean, perfect way. The Super Bowl tailgate there. Just head over to OmahaSteaks.com slash VSIN minimum order may apply welcome back everyone sports game on podcast live i'm sean stacking the money green you're hearing my partner in picks ryan real money kramer shuffle up the cards you know what time that means sports betting blackjack ryan how we feel i mean it's, it's hard to pass at blackjack no that's a, a great of, thing you can surrendering. stay you can stay uh, you cannot pass on sports betting blackjack. Sports betting blackjack, uh, if you haven't been following along, very simple. Ryan and I take turns dealing each other cards. And much like in regular blackjack, you don't get to decide what cards you get. And whatever card you get coincides with, in this case, a Super Bowl bet. And you have to make your case. You have to tell yourself why you are in uh, on this bet. Excited to have this bet for yourself. All right, so uh, we're going to have a dealer again, right? Yes. We've added an element of a dealer (laughs) so that we can already kind of warm up uh, playing real blackjack here. So you're going to go first. We'll, uh, oh, seven of clubs. Seven of clubs. All right. Not Not a great start. What's a seven of clubs, Ryan? Ryan, You are going going to be uh, very upset when I get a four and I have an opportunity to double down. I don't know if well George Kittle over three and a half receptions minus one sixty. I generally don't like laying this much juice on a prop, although it's hard to make a case that George Kittle isn't going to have a good game. And I really wouldn't be surprised if Spag's game plan is to load the box, try and limit Christian McCaffrey to their best ability. You're not gonna you're not gonna stop Christian McCaffrey. You may be able to contain him. Don't let him get to that second level. I wouldn't be surprised if they run a decent number of five man fronts against Purdy. And I can see Kittle being the guy that benefits. Again, I, I mentioned with Scott, Legereus Sneed, I think could be locking down Brandon Ayuk. I think Kittle, uh, the more I think about it, could have the decent game offensively in the passing game. So over three and a half receptions. Again, don't like Lane minus 160. I would. 
uh, again, I can't adjust the card, but maybe even just go kick this up to four receptions uh, and, and maybe lay a little less juice. But yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I think Kittle could be the guy that benefits from what the chiefs are trying to stop in this game. No ladder segment on the show tonight, but it sounds like you're suggesting uh, laddering this mm. prop. Yeah, would you rather, Ryan, if you had to, ladder Kittle's receiving yards or his receptions? Always the yards. Uh, okay. I think, I think, yeah, I think the reason, like when Kittle has those explosive games, it's always yardage to me. I just had a ladder vision in my head, yeah. right? I cannot wait. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm dealing you, and you got a uh, queen <laughs> of spades. I love that ladder visions. Uh, I think what, what we go out to the desert and deprive ourselves of water. And then we just see ladders in the sky. Funny, funny little inside baseball, social media stuff. Some uh, other sports gambling content creator was uh, tweeting out some photos of him hanging out with ladders and giving out ladder props. And someone angrily, not just one person, tagged him a couple people. And he's like, pay Pay your respects to the lad, the laddie daddy, CJ Sullivan. He's the ladder llama. And this poor guy probably had no idea uh, what's going on or who the laddie daddy well, is. But maybe we got a Wayne's world. We're not, we're not worthy. So it, yeah, it worked he, out. He seemed, to, he seemed to figure it out. So Kramer, right. queen of spades, what do you got? Uh, fell right into my lap. Travis Kelsey, anytime oh, touchdown. Come on. Ding, 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 ding. I think we've seen rice can be taken out of games. Kelsey cannot. He was yeah. taken out of the game last week and he still made ridiculous catches. catch out of ridiculous catch. Uh, it doesn't matter if you play, if you play zone, he's going to find the space. If you play man, it's going to be like that one catch he made where he was completely covered and Mahomes still gave it to him. And he was able to find the ball, make a ridiculous catch. And he's the number one guy around the red zone. I think I saw uh, that you can get down on Kelsey to have a rushing touchdown, which is uh, certainly an interesting diabolical away. I think I saw the price was like 25 to one. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's big enough for you to get down on it, but anytime touchdowns a lock to me, I, I think this is a core piece of how I'm building my, my same game parlays for this game. All right. There's Love a minus who's, one. Who's the guy price. that they have? And I feel like the chiefs haven't been doing it this year. The they Bell did it last You're talking year. About Blake Bell. He, is Blake Bell. He, the guy he, that they line up under center tight end. He, yeah. he played. They uh, don't, they, Patrick Mahomes got hurt on that one QB sneak. And they, I feel like they don't do it. They anymore. called him the belldozer at Oklahoma. Cause he would, he would come in and he would uh, literally be a bulldozer <laughs> in the end zone. Uh, all right. Give me another so, card, right? Well, we gotta, see, we gotta see the dealers. Oh, dealers. Oh, three. three. Okay. All right. I'm looking pretty good. All right. And uh, oh, six of spades. You're 13. gonna be sitting on a thirteen there, Sean. So you gotta stay here. Thirteen against oh, the three. Oh, you got another delightful. Uh, six of spades. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns plus two twenty-five. <laughs> the price is ridiculous. I, I mean, yeah, it is ridiculous. But h- how do you how do you build a case against Christian McCaffrey scoring touchdowns? He is the guy they're going to be using near the goal line. If they do get down near the goal line, if they get inside that red zone, he's going to get a ton of the work. Um, you know, if you look at the numbers, like Brock Purdy isn't lighting it up passing touchdowns. The 49ers touchdowns have to come somewhere. I could see it being very clumped around Christian McCaffrey. How many two touchdown games has Christian McCaffrey had, right? I mean, honestly, the way that I would view this, this one is do I like the plus 225 for two touchdowns or would I rather just take the MVP? Yeah. And back to back games for two touch uh, of two touchdowns with Christian McCaffrey. So again, if you're talking about correlating stuff, uh, I don't know if you're going to get a ton of points of putting Christian McCaffrey two touchdowns plus 
uh, 49ers money line, but that would be an interesting comparison. What do you think's higher? Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns and 49ers money line, or just Christian McCaffrey MVP over at DraftKings. But to your point, if he's getting two touchdowns, uh, maybe you're better off just uh, playing him to win. And he has had, uh, I mean, he's had a number of one, two, three, four, five, six uh, multi touchdown games this year. So certainly see the case for it. Uh, but yeah, Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns plus 225. I think that, it's just the fact that he is the guy that close to the goal line. The price, uh, if you tie the money line with McCaffrey, two touchdowns is plus 335. In the so, same game, you eat plus 475 in the MVP. Yeah, market. how is he getting two touchdowns? They win and he's not the MVP. I think you're better off probably taking MVP there. And you always get the out on the four touchdown game and they lose. And <laughs> he still gets the MVP. Oh, Sean, I got a jack oh, of clubs. Oh, you got a 20. Sitting on a 20. Jack of clubs is. Ooh, Juwan Jennings over 15 and a half receiving yards. You know, again, thinking about how the Niners could get cute. And Shanahan almost certainly is going to get cute. Juwan Jennings, you see he comes in, he runs the Debo role. So playing this over 15 and a half receiving yards, you're not only getting the Debo has to exit with an injury. You're also getting the Debo has to come out because he just made a big play and has to rest. Juwan Jennings is going to run some of that dirty stuff. He's a nice blocker for them. Uh, he's not going to run a ton of routes as long as Debo's out there, but 15 and a half receptions isn't much. And he, he's kind of like a big play, a big game guy. He comes up with big plays in big games. And so if I was, I'm certainly not looking to play uh, their, their more prominent guys over in the receiving game. So Juwan Jennings would be a nice way to still be, say something nice about the Niners, but not be a Debo or Ayuk play. All right, Sean. Yes. Let's see what the, uh, uh, you're not supposed to see what the dealer has. Okay. So, uh, so you have a 13. Do you want to hit I would be or... staying. You would be staying. Yes. Now let's just, why don't you give the dealer a card, Ryan, just for uh, see what would happen here. All right. So the dealer is an eight. 18. So you, oh. you should have hit. I'll let you hit in hindsight because right. this is our own game. <laughs> All right. Three of diamonds. Okay. Three of diamonds. Three of diamonds. So I'm sitting on a 16 now. Uh, and three of diamonds. Brock Purdy over a half interception. Minus 105. I mean, let's go. I, I've been already thinking uh, who is going to get the interception on the Kansas City Chiefs because I feel very confident. Now, who knows? Maybe Brock Purdy will dust off his old patented uh, deep ball off the defender's helmet going right into Brandon Ayuk's hand. How are more people not talking about how insane of a play that was? Everyone's giving uh, Dan Campbell crap for the way he handled some of those play calling, and rightfully so, especially running the ball on that third down there towards the end of the game. But I mean, let's not overlook how much the lions really lions that game. I mean, it, it hit him right in the helmet. I mean, there's a decent chance that ball gets stuck in his face mask. Uh, a lot necessary roughness. I feel like that's where it was from Brock Purdy. A very, he's thrown a bunch of interceptable balls and good defenses have converted. The Browns have converted. The Ravens have converted and the chiefs will convert in this Super Bowl 58. So yeah, all over uh, Brock Purdy over a half interception minus 105. Uh, Sean, Kramer, should we get one more in here? I think we should give you one more to see oh, if you okay. can out. Let's, sure. Uh, what do we got? Uh, oh, but I'll take Bus. it. I'll take it. King, right. king of uh, King of Spades. King of Spades. What do you got? Well, we got Debo Samuel anytime touchdown. All right, Niners roll. Uh, Debo's gonna find the end zone. They'll get cute. They'll find a way to gimmick him one some, something around the red zone. Plus one thirty. Let's roll. Hey, let's roll into more Super Bowl props. We got our plays for Super Bowl game leaders when the Sports Game of Podcast Live returns here on Visa. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast live on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. For a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEASAN. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code VEASAN. The crown is yours. Welcome back, everyone. Sports Game on Podcast Live. I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? 
Just uh, another another segment to talk about Super Bowl props. Yes. Is it too much Super Bowl? No, no. I I mean, again, the Super Bowl is really it's like 12 games combined into one. I feel like it's an entire NFL. I feel like the amount of money I normally get down on one week in the NFL is probably equal to what I'm doing in the Super Bowl because you have so many different markets that are appealing. And again, you want to break them up. You want to diversify your portfolio. You want to make sure you're hitting on the early game well, stuff, and, and the late one, game stuff. This one, maybe, I don't know if you call it even advice, but uh, you know, get down on stuff that, regardless of how the game goes, regardless of the game script, you could see that prop coming through. You know, like there's some that are very okay. You know, if this happens, it means it's definitely this type of game. Like there are a lot of props out there. Uh, that you can find that regardless of how the game flows, you still got a shot. Those are the ones that I think are fun to lean into. I mean, again, you don't want to parlay all your stuff together. So no. ha- having some diverse, and I think don't it, go good, all in on Kyle Yushchik. Possibly saying, a good transition to a market that I like. We're talking um, some of the overall game leader markets here. And I think, you know, transitioning to that, whether or not the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey to lead the game in receiving yards, you know, you you could probably look to the receptions market, which where he's plus 150, a little bit chalkier. But in the receiving yards market, he's three to one. And again, uh, Ayuk is somehow the favorite here, which right off the bat, I don't like that. I'm definitely going to look to play Kelsey heads up props if they're available. Uh, but even after that, we've discussed how Rice has shown he can be taken out of a game. Yeah. I think a little easier than Kelsey. And you keep going after that, and and it's Debo, it's Kittle, it's some of these, and then to the running backs. And so you definitely have some some paths to being defeated if if you're if you're Kelsey. But I think in a loss, I think Kelsey's involved heavily in a win. I think Kelsey's involved heavily, and I don't know if this number needs to be huge. You know. Sometimes we like to compare the price here to the alt 100-yard market and say which is stronger. I don't even know if he needs to get to 100 yards in the way this game could flow. And so Kelsey to have the most receiving yards, 3-1. to one. This is probably my my favorite play out of these these game leader markets. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm co-signing this. I mean, you look at they, – they've clearly flipped a switch here in the playoffs – I don't know if Kelsey's playing possum. I don't know if he's exhausted from, uh, you know, his, his off the field uh, interest. But boxers say they they would starve <laughs> they themselves drained, yeah. to make sure they didn't get drained before a fight. Hopefully he's. he's <laughs> yeah, I don't f- know. Maybe he's withholding as well. But Kelsey, thirty one percent, twenty nine percent, thirty one percent of the targets in three straight playoff games this season. I mean, Rice, Rashi Rice, isn't that far behind him, but. It, you know, I, I think San Francisco is kind of tricky because you look at San Francisco and you say like, oh man, they're fourth in defensive DVOA against the tight ends. But then you look, they've really struggled against top tier tight ends. Trey McBride, they let up 102 receiving yards on 10 receptions, 11 targets. Even last week, Sam Laporta, 97 yeah. receiving yards on nine receptions, 13, 13 targets. targets. TJ Hawkinson, 86 receiving yards on 11 receptions uh, earlier. So and remember clearly- that there weren't the counting stats, but remember both Tucker craft and Luke Musgrave had nice opportunities yeah, they in that game. They, they didn't pop because they kind of split it up between those two guys, but clearly offensive coordinators are seeing, Hey, this is what you can do with the tight end against this defense. And they keep doing it. So uh, I'm with you, Travis Kelsey plus 300 and, and maybe a good transition because they're also offering a rush plus receiving yards market where obviously 
obviously you introduce the running backs, you introduce McCaffrey as the heavy chalk, but putting Kelsey into this pool juices his price to 10 to one. And so I don't know if this is like one of those anytime first touchdown ratio Mm. where you sprinkle one, but if Kelsey has a ceiling game, it's not crazy to think that he could outperform McCaffrey. Let's say it's 120 yards, something like that. And again, when comparing the alt line now, so let's say uh, Kelsey 120, Kelsey 130, you're not getting 10 to one for that alt line. Yeah. And so I, I think there there could be some potential value there. But like I said, the three to one for him to have the most receiving yards, that that just super juicy. While we're talking game leaders, shout out to DraftKings. Love that they're offering most punt return yards. <laughs> this is, this is what I'm talking about. One. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Richie James versus Ray, Ray McLeod, both sitting here at minus one ten. Richie James. He uh, averages 10 yards per return. Ray, Ray averages eight and a half. Uh, I, I think that for me, the handicap is, I think the chiefs have a better defense. They're going to field more punts. They're going to create more three and outs. They're going to create more punting opportunities. Uh, Shanahan, I think probably a little more conservative when it comes to going for it. Then uh, Andy Reed as well. And like I said, revenge game for Richie James, at minus one ten, I feel like Richie James should be the favorite. Not maybe by a huge margin, but yeah, you know, a lot of these. I mean, really, it could just be like seven punt return yards versus five because so many times they just fair catch these. Um, but I, I feel like as a toss up, you. Uh, I mean, Kramer, Richie James is the play, right? As a Giants fan, I watched Richie James, and he's not uh, he's not a quick twitch athlete. No. So what I would say is, his- but you get if you get more punts. Uh, well, you have to get more punts that are returnable. And I, I do wonder uh, who's going to have the more returnable plump punts. I, to your point, I mean, we saw the Chiefs get held down in a game last week and have to punt repeatedly from their side of the ball or their side of the field. And I wonder if the Niners are going to have more punts where they're punting from like the 30-40, pinning deep. I actually like I love him. all this punt talk. I, well, I actually dove into this. And I do. <laughs> I like I actually think uh, I think you're going to see more fair catches from the from Richie James regardless. Mm. And so um, from a yardage perspective, because this isn't number of returns, it's yards. I also like Ray Ray McLeod as an athlete better than Richie. James. Oh, so wow, I, I right. disagree. I watched the, the revenge guy for a year. game aspect. Yeah, but he's just not an athlete. Like he's not going to break a big one. And, and that's pretty much the handicap here. I think you need to take a guy you think could could break a long one. And I, I think Richie James has 10 yard return ceiling. Yeah. So uh, this is a. I mean, Ryan, you're on this one. I'm on this one. Uh, it's chalky, but it's it's tough to make a case for anyone else. They they have a market most receptions and rush attempts combined. What are we doing? Well, I, I so I sat down. I really tried to figure this one out because obviously when you add attempts and receptions, it, it's very much going to allow you to bubble up the running backs to the top. And when you look at McCaffrey, he's minus two hundred in this market. Yes. I, I don't know the the game script outside of the Chiefs just absolutely dominating from the start where Pacheco gets 25 carries, uh, where McCaffrey is going to be at least a dog. But in that scenario, so let's look to last week where the Lions blew uh, a historic lead. Yes. He still had 20 carries. He still had five receptions. I think that sliding scale moves around. If, if they're down more, he's getting more catches. If they're up more, he's getting more carries. I would be very shocked to see this number finish below 25 for Christian McCaffrey. I'm not sure who else can get there other than Pacheco. 
And again, I think there's far fewer game scripts that allow Pacheco to get there than McCaffrey. And so with a minus 200, you're, you have an implied probability of two thirds of the time. This is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's I, going to happen more than two thirds of the time. I mean, we have simulations now. <laughs> two thirds would be 6,600 simulations out of no, 10,000. It's, it's happening in like 8,000 simulations out of 10,000, if not more. Yeah, I, I do like some of the Pacheco um, receiving yard stuff. The 49ers aren't great at uh, receiving yards uh, to running backs, but this isn't that market. It's just rush attempts and reception. So he's the favorite in both those. And then when you combine both of them, it, it makes it super hard for a guy like to Pacheco, even to break through. He's the only guy that can really counter it. Right. And, and this will, I mean, look at the odds Pacheco. So it's minus 200 for McCaffrey Pacheco plus plus one sixty, and then Debo is the next guy at 90 to one <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and Jordan Mason, the backup run. It's all becomes backup running backs and yeah, stuff. And it's injuries, like you're hoping but, for Christian McCaffrey to get injured there. And that would be maybe a fun way to play it. Just sprinkle Elijah Mitchell and CEH as the backup <laughs> running back. But no, this, this just feels to me. There's it's a two horse race and you're saying heads up. McCaffrey versus Pacheco again the price doesn't seem right I, I think there's far fewer outcomes for Pacheco to get this uh it, the, a the, the Chiefs can't lose and Pacheco's gonna win like that's the first way to filter this one out yeah. so uh minus two uh, you know a minus 200 bet Sean is great when you feel like it should be a minus 400 bet <laughs> I got my model has this at minus 400 yeah no I mean I'm not one to lay a bunch of chalk but even in this market because you're combining those two things the receptions and the rushing attempts and it's got to be Christian last McCaffrey. thing uh, it, it's it's better than the rushing yards too it, it just everything feeds in here so love C-Mac in this one love C-Mac in that particular instance uh, you know who else I love Noah Beanick from the college basketball experience talking a little college hoops when the sports game on the podcast live returns here on Visa it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.